Anime Pulse, episode 570. inebriated at all and uh, joined by andrew chan my co-host i'm more heavily inebriated i'm currently drinking bloody mary but uh, well, yeah. i've never tr- i've never had do you like tomato tomato juice Toma- tomato soup i like tomato soup it's not mm. bad like yeah because some people really don't like the taste soup. of tomato Mm-hmm. Well, if you like it, you might. It's a you know, it's a cold drink made of tomato juice. It's also got a bit. Of, do you like spicy foods at all, though? You okay with spice? Yes, I am okay with spice okay. as long as it's not like yeah. you know, it's like, hey guys, want to try the Death Valley Pepper Challenge? It's so hot, oh, no. burn a hole through. Your yeah, no, it's nothing like that. But it's got some pepper and a bit of Tabasco in it too, to even out and a bit of lemon, some celery to mix it up a bit, and um, yeah, no, it's and a bit of vodka, of course, to make it alcoholic. So nice, nice. Yeah, I uh, used to do a thing back when I was at uni for uh, Halloween because you know Bloody Mary has that Halloween feel where you take like a rubber glove and you fill that with water and you put it in the freezer and then you get rid of the rubber and you got like a frozen hand. So I have like a frozen hand inside the the big pot of Bloody Mary. Uh, just a yeah, just a fun little thing you can do at parties, guys. <laughs> yeah, there's only anyway. one one mm-hmm. drink that I've ever really wanted to try, like one cocktail. Oh yeah, uh, it's that? called the Angel's Kiss. Angel's Kiss. Yeah, layered cocktail recipe. Oh, it does look quite nice. Yeah, yeah. It's I'd, uh, I'd try this one, one and a half ounces mm-hmm. creme de coco, one and a half ounces yep. heavy cream, and one and a half ounces brandy. Hmm. This does look like yeah. This is quite a nice, luxurious, smooth drink. Um. Hmm. No, I'd like to try that too, actually. I do like ones where, like, these layered cocktails that they're able to make where, you know, they use the density of how much each liquid sits on top of each other because it looks a lot more attractive that way too. So Yeah. Unfortunately, right now, all I am enjoying is some uh, Bacardi pineapple uh, mixed with banana-flavored rum. Ah, okay. Banana rum. Or, sorry, vodka, not rum. Oh, banana vodka, right. So banana and banana... And pineapple. I mixed them together to get uh, banana, mm. pineapple, vodka. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a nice fruity, summery flavor fruits uh, drink to have, and it is hot enough for it, so I think it's a good fit. Yeah, yeah. Bad, Ice cold, bad. right? Ice cold. 
Yeah, got uh, got a yeah. lot of ice in yeah. there, and I even had to cut yeah. it because the stuff is pretty strong. Mm, mm, mm. Bet. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, how about we get to some IRL news? Indeed. All right. Well, I guess I'll kick things off here with uh, my bit. It's been, you know, it's been a good week, kind of just working at work. It's also been a lazy week for me. I didn't really work out at all this week. Um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, instead of going to the gym after work, I just went huh. straight to Subway, and then I went straight home because... Mm-hmm. Um, there was a new indie game that I was playing, and I really wanted oh, yeah? to get home and just play it. And also, I kind of just felt lazy and just having a week off just to myself to have that extra couple hours after work just to do whatever I want. It was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, this week coming uh, what, up... What I, was the indie game? Uh, the indie game... Uh, let's see. Which one was that? Let me see if I can pull that up. Oh, yeah? Ba, 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 ba. Which one was it? So it was, I think it was something unlimited. Something unlimited. Okay. Yeah. So it is a. Uh, it's you know it's one of those adult games, but it's. Um, oh, okay. okay it's okay. based in the DCU, and basically all it is is you play as. Uh, you play as um, shit. Superman's arch nemesis. Lex Luthor. Thank you. You play as Lex Luthor, who is a. Uh, Basically, he gotten out of jail again. He's rebuilding his empire from the ground up because he's been away for a while. And, like, the writing in the game is, like, fucking on par with, like, one of the comics. The They include so many, like, not even, like, references. It just feels like you're reading a comic because I'm not, I'm not a comic person, but just, yeah. like, reading the dialogue in that, it makes sense. Um, mm. Also, the way, you know, of course, the path that Lex Luthor takes in this doesn't seem too out of character for him because he's just that kind of guy that would just be like, you know what, I'm going to create oh, yeah. a sex He's ring. like a, he's a giant douche, so, yeah. yeah so, yeah. he could, yeah. he could definitely do something that would, you know, be maybe a little risque and not just like punchy-punchy, I'm going to kick Superman's ass with my new big battle mech. More like, mm. I'm going to create a mind control device and put Wonder Woman in a brothel. Or something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I see where this is going. It, right. it goes places. Uh, it's Yeah. It got a pretty good amount of humor to it. Uh, of course, the art is also like... It's almost like the guy was working for, uh, for DC when he left. Because mm, his fucking mm, art mm. is like impressively much on mm. point with what the characters look like. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. They look straight out of, like, uh, like Batman or something like that. Ah, mm. uh, okay. Yeah, well, I suppose, you know, in general, it takes a lot of talent, especially when, it, you know, despite the these adult works, you know, when it comes to games or whatever, it, I, I know from experience with going to life drawing classes that it is quite hard to draw, like, anatomy and stuff like that. So, <laughs> you know, when you do those sorts of... Um, manga and you go into adult works as an art form you actually do have to be quite proficient at doing the body form and all that sort of stuff you have to be a good artist in general to be able to yeah pull there was it off actually everything looking all wrong a really decent article that kotaku of all people put out 
I'll post it for everyone in uh, our chat. It is a bit of a read, but it does include mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite artists that uh, I currently follow by the name. Is of that the Ak- Russian guy? Yeah, Akbar. He is. Akbar. Uh, he, he was in here. He gave his two cents. He even came out afterwards, and he was like, "I really didn't. I, I wanted to say something because I didn't want them to just like you know." say something else and uh you know make it weird the way they were gonna go with how they're gonna do like a report on what i do but he was also like i wish they didn't do the article because now it's like a bunch of normies Mm. who are putting this out and it's just like you know or a bunch of normies who are reading this and are like this seems like this is like like this is like the devil's work or something Mm -hmm. like people who don't understand the internet he and think all, porn is a yeah. a sin or something mm. like that. He was in a lose-lose scenario there. On one hand, if you don't say anything, they're going to spin it in a way that makes you look worse. But at the same time, even if you say something, they'll still manage to spin it in a way that'll make you look bad. At least to their readers. I mean, if you think about it, Kotaku was like is linked to was it was it Gawker, which is no longer around. But like, yeah, they're very much a tabloid-like site, you know. They're so, they're definitely yeah. someone who tries to like get the the clicks mm-hmm. with the people who are like, yeah, yeah. this is a risque topic. Check it out. Yeah, I mean, I and I I follow like game industry related stuff, right? And sometimes they'll like have like a statement saying like, oh, game developer says this or blah, blah, blah. I don't know something very like you know really eye catching. You click mm-hmm. on the article and you read it and you're like, oh, it's actually not as you know, it's not really that big a deal. You know, they they manage to spin the headlines just the right way to make you like think that something is a. Uh, really a mess of it but it's just to get that click yeah 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 that's so. why i stick to game informer for most things they're pretty neutral when it comes to uh reporting yeah. Yeah. and mm-hmm. you know they do have their like the good the bad the ugly which is nice yeah, I everyone, like yeah. reading everyone that does, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and i like seeing their top mm-hmm. lists which is always nice to like go back and, and and like right now i've been reading the article on uh, anthem that's uh, going to be coming out in... The just, new EA game, right. Just becoming more and more depressed, or the new Bioware EA game. You're, you're, um, wait, because every time I read it, it's just like... It's like uh? they were like, hey, we wanted to do this with Andromeda, but we were too afraid to change the franchise, so that's why we killed Mass Effect, so that we could make this game, which is going to flop because... This isn't what Bioware is good at doing. That and wasn't it like Bioware Montreal or whatever it was was not equipped to actually deal with the scale of a game, like as Andromeda. I mean, yep. Like the the yeah the, the they weren't given enough the time. They were like yeah. the B, the, not even the B team. They were like the D yeah. team. They were like not experienced enough. Like you, you I think it was, it was a while back, and you look at the past work that that Montreal had worked on. It nothing was at the same scale as something like Andromeda was supposed to be. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I like. I made a whole during my review of the game. I made a whole. This is how we fix it. If Bioware actually wants to fix the fucking game and not be mm. butt slaves to mm. EA. Yeah, and I'm not even. I'm not even a uh, confident that they don't want to fix the game. It's. I don't know if. I don't know if their their overlords will allow them to at this point. You know, because you know the DLC stuff all got cancelled, even though they said yep. they were coming out. So. Yeah. If. if it was one of my like that would be my dream thing where you know if i was like suddenly a billionaire or like a millionaire or something like that with like you know close to a billion dollars i'd just be like all right ea i will buy the uh the mass effect franchise from you you can keep dragon age you basically shit on that enough that i don't want it but mass effect is savable 
give me it and I will save it. And of course I'll buy it from them. By by give me, I mean buy. And it'll probably cost me a lot of money, but then I'll buy it, I'll own it, and then I'll be like, alright, Bioware. Mm-hmm. You can quit and I'll hire you here. You'll get good money and good pay. <laughs> We're gonna fix Andromeda. We're gonna make it good. We're gonna actually have Would a you- nice ending to the Mass Effect series and not that shit stain that is Andromeda currently. Bill Randall, would you rather they fix Andromeda or would you rather they just make another bi- another Mass Effect game just ground up, starting up, you know? I'd rather one. they fix Andromeda. They they should fix yeah. that mistake first instead of trying to bury it. Um, okay. Because I want them to retcon all of it and just be like, all right, that was a crap show. All of it's mm-hmm. retcon. All of it, none of it matters. That was just, it's its own standalone game. We forget about it. <laughs> what, Andromeda? What was that? This is Andromeda yeah. for real. Oh, okay. So you want to still retrace the steps and just over yeah. overlap. Like, over, yeah. They can do it. They just need right. to not do what EA was telling them to do. <clears throat> I, I'm not even sure if so much it's telling so much as forcing. I don't even know how these things work. Well, EA always seems like they have like a, a gun held right to the developers' heads. Basically. <laughs> Whenever they develop anything. They yeah, are the like, serial killer developers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Never know where they might strike next. No. But they do have the same calling card. A disappointing game. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's been an okay week. I had a nice walk yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my review of, uh, of <laughs> Fire Emblem Heroes, so that's out there now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, today I actually cooked for real. Not just like threw something in a microwave, but I actually cook. So uh, there was some chicken breasts that my father and his fiance aren't going to eat because I guess they're doing a vegan thing now. Um, oh, that's popular these days, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, we're not going to eat this organic chicken breast anymore. You can have it. And I was like, sure. So today, on, well, on Thursday, I bought some fried rice because I was like, sure, I'll make some fried rice and I'll take the chicken, chicken fried rice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, I want to just not just like, you know, cook the chicken and be done with it. I want to like do something special. So I went all Shokugeki mm-hmm. no Soma on that bitch. And I Yay. I pulled out a uh, I pulled out a ceramic dish and I put the chicken in there after I defrosted it. I yeah. then uh, put some butter around that unsalted butter, mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. half a stick. And then I peppered and salted the chicken uh, with the sea salt and ground pepper like straight from the grinder I -hmm. then also uh, covered or coated the chicken not thoroughly but just a little bit here and there with some some Mm -hmm. honey and ginger olive oil just a little bit here and there yeah. I also uh, was this is where the shokinosoma came in I was like I want to tenderize this meat get out the honey so I pulled some honey out and I poured honey over the chicken as well. Because ah, if uh, right. Soma is to be believed in Shokugeki no Soma, if you want to tenderize meat, you use honey. <laughs> yeah, according to them anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I poured some honey in there and then I took some uh, spring onions. I chopped those up and I threw them over the, the whole thing. I put a lid on it and I shoved it in the oven at 350 degrees for about an hour and a half. Mmm. Right. And I, and I gotta say, good. I tried a little piece of it, and I am excited 
for when I go to eat tonight because I'm like, oh, this turned out perfect. I took a risk with all these different things and it turned out really good. Mmm, cooking is an adventure. Hopefully yes. you actually have one of those Shokugeki-esque reactions to when you actually dive in. <laughs> My clothes <laughs> just like shred off as I'm transported to a world where tiny bees like come out and tickle me. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> uh, Alright, well you got something to look forward to this evening. That's pretty good. Congratulations. Indeed. Hopefully that's the and start of a trend and you keep on like making more yeah, masterclass foods in the future. I'd like I'd like to like start cooking a little bit more. It's just um it's I'll probably do a lot more of it when I move out on my own. Ah, right, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz you uh, have right. you have full control at that point of like what's in the fridge, the supply, you know, like right. also, everything's yours, you can organize it. Have control mm-hmm. over yeah. like the dishes and stuff like that so I don't make too much too many dishes, ah. and then like I have to do the dishes because other people are adding to it, and then they're like, "Hey, you're the last one to do it, so put them away." Uh, thankfully, <laughs> my father and his fiance are out on vacation right now, so I am all alone. Summer break. Yeah, call the yeah. call the other otaku guys. We're gonna get together and have a D and D sesh. A D and D set. Yeah, that's like going to the beach, right, guys? Everyone. Yeah. I'm gonna whip out my level thirty-two paladin. Uh, that's not armor that's a bikini oh isn't it the same thing that's because i'm playing a girl (laughs) she's the hottest elf around (laughs) i'm sorry to all the D &D people out there i really do want to play a game of D &D at some point like i even made a character sheet someone invite me please oh so you've never you never did that before no, and like listening yeah. to uh, Heroes and Halfwits, which is a Rooster Teeth production, where yeah. they play Dungeons and Dragons. Basically, I've gotten mm-hmm. so fucking excited listening, like <gasps> the possibilities, like the things you could do in the game, and like you could create mm-hmm. your own character and everything. It's all imagination. It's like I have an imagination. I have a really fucking good imagination. I could play a really good game of D and D. Yeah. Well, look forward to hearing when you eventually do find that coveted uh, that group that manages to, to pull you in, and you know, hopefully the session goes well. I've never, I've never played it myself, but you know, from the sounds of it, just be a bunch of can... like mm-hmm. geeky otaku's like wearing hoods and stuff that's just like surround mm-hmm. me at one point, like you have been summoned. What? Yeah, it's my time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, there, there probably is like exists like a version that's specifically for the otaku ish audience as well. That's like. The isekai edition of D&D. <laughs> Where they go for more of the tropes from, like, you get an anime. Yeah. I think Ryo did a lot of D&D yeah? stuff, so... Oh, I remember that. Yeah, actually, back when I was listening. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She went over one of her stories from, you know, when she was playing D&D. So, she kept picking yeah. a Walter character. Or her Butler, character was basically... getting raped by Walter or something like that, and she uh, was uh, into it or something like that. Something along those lines where Walter shows up and she just screams at <laughs> are, are you sure that was the D&D not a fanfic? <laughs> I don't know with Rio. There was a lot of stuff with her and Walter that I kind of was just like, she's into older dudes who are sharp dressers and maybe the British accent works. Potentially maybe psychotic like... killers with like that cool mm-hmm. attitude to them. Um, you know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe the strings? Maybe the strings help? Maybe it's a string. She just wants to get tied up by uh, by Walter and his strings and 
Maybe just a little, <laughs> a little too tight where she's just uh, like, oh, it feels so good. It hurts so good. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm imagining. Oh, wait, I didn't even know what she I looks like. I can only imagine okay. Rio's listening Visually to imagine. this and just like, I hate. I hate everyone right now. <laughs> <laughs> now we're we're actually pretty safe. From what I hear, she doesn't actually listen to Anime Pulse. We we we're completely safe here. Ah, she hates us. Yes. Good. No, no, no. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, senpai, notice me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I don't really have much else. I mean, I've been playing a lot of Fates. Um, oh, I did spend mm-hmm. some more Dosh on the game because. Uh, Kyoahime, oh. who's basically a Yandere dragon girl in the game. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Famous for chasing down a monk who lied to her at one point about being in love with her and burned him alive in a bell. Um, she is, uh, she was in the summer event as like a spear, wheel, or spear wielder. And, um, oh my god, she is so fucking perverse in the fucking summer edition and just oh, her yeah? all of her attacks are just like ski die ski and it's just like oh, oh. i want her so bad so i had to spend the money because her drop rate came up this week and uh-huh. uh i got, got her? her i also nice. got the uh the better spear character i got tatama momo which is the uh the fox girl which interestingly enough Hime and uh tamamo have uh, dialogue between each other which is pretty fucking amusing and i feel a little bit bad though because a friend of mine named uh-huh. uh, ral he really uh-huh. wanted tamamo um and he uh-huh. spent a little over six hundred dollars trying to get that puppy and mm-hmm. it didn't work out for him he did not win the prize uh, uh-huh. i did and i spent 80 bucks and i really not gonna use her ever like, she's cute and whatnot, but it just feels wrong. Like, it's Ral's girl. And it, I even was like, why Why are you here? Stop trying to cuck Ral. Go back to him. If there was, like, a trade function, would you trade yes, him? Yes, I would absolutely just give it to him. Like, he could just give oh. me some crystals, and I would give it to her if, like, that was, like, the minimum bare requirement for it. Because just, like, I've done that with him with, like, shiny Pokemon, where, like, he gave me oh, a yeah. bunch of, you like, eggs, that. and then I yeah. gave him just, like, hey, I found a couple shinies, you want them? And he was like, are are you sure? Yeah. You know how hard it is to get these things? I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, I don't care. Anything shiny One I want. 8,192 chance, by the way. Just to yep. put it into numbers. Yep. If I had gotten, like, a shiny Gardevoir <laughs> or something, like, that, that's mine. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> She's my waifu. You can't have her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, that, uh, yeah. that's Congrats, been about anyway. that's been about it for my week. How about how about yourself? Or are you just gonna go straight into straight into the community? So, that, yeah, pretty much. But I will mention one thing. I did for the first time this week because it is a is a thing. I guess that I did manage to go skiing for the first time ever, which was kind of interesting. That was skiing. kind of cool. Is it not skiing summer over there? Yeah. Oh, it's still hot. It is. No, it's still summer. It's still hot. But there's those indoor skiing center mm. things, you know, like the chill factor where it's like there's an artificial ski slope that they've set up in there and stuff ah. lifts. And, and and besides, I've um, I'm just starting out. It's my first time. So I was just going for lessons. So I didn't need something. I didn't need to go up a mountain or the Alps or anything. I just needed something to, to learn the basics of balancing on the, the skis and stuff. And it was fine. I only I fell down. Not too many times, and only crashed into two people, so it was it was all right. Um, and yeah, it was an interesting experience. Only only thing is, like you know, 
I still need to go a few more lessons before I'm able to like properly go down a big hill, you know, and stuff and properly no break diamonds better, for you but... yet. No, none of that stuff. So, <laughs> um, I didn't even get the I didn't even get to use the sticks yet. But I, I think they said it's better to start off without using the sticks because if you start off with the sticks, you, you have a tendency to use it to dig into the ground to stop when you're not really supposed to. So any yeah. any anime moments when you fell on those people? Like, oops, I fell on you and I'm groping your boobs. <laughs> if, if if only. But then again, I don't. I wouldn't want it with the people I crashed into because I, I I uh the person I did crash into was like this large overweight guy. So <laughs> I hope not. Hey, honey. In all honesty, <laughs> what do you think you're grabbing? <laughs> Oh shit! I'm in the wrong genre. No, <laughs> escape. But nah, yeah. The, um, unfortunately, in real life, falling on people does not always result in that sort of situation. Um, funny that is. Funny as the real world is, isn't it? That's weird. I know. Isn't that crazy? That like, That's if you crazy. fall, it's not like you always fall on top of the girl that you're there's, kind of romantically interested in, and you don't. And end there's up not a her? magnet in those like areas that draws your hand towards it it's weird and the clothes don't automatically unbutton as well or something no it's also cool. it's not like if that ever did actually happen that you wouldn't immediately like oh what's this soft thing i'm grabbing hmm, yeah, oh my yeah. god it's a booby i'll just keep groping it for a couple whiles until she punches me to the moon yeah it, exactly it's, it, it would totally not be just like an awkward situation where she's like oh, could you get off me now and it just get, becomes awkward yeah, it would just for the be next like, few oh, hours I'm, or so I'm, Really, really sorry. I'm really sorry. And she just, ah, yeah. ha, ha, it's okay. It's those are fine. Yeah. No. Instead, it will be a large, a large skit sequence. That, you know, we, you know where we're going with this. But anyway. yeah, that was the only thing that's worth mentioning really for the week. Other than that, I can probably just go straight into the community stuff because there's a few comments and stuff to read out this week. The first one, because we had a double bell of uploads due to the yes, upload we limit. Yes, Well, tall yep. did his job and made some space. Did he actually upgrade the space? Uh, no, he just, he archived a bunch of shit. Oh, right, okay. Which okay. costs I thought, I thought a lot of money, actually. Mm. So, he oh? spent a pretty penny archiving shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It costs It costs a bit of money. Like, our $5 thing for every month is nothing compared to what he just had to pay to archive shit. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. I see. He pays a lot. All right. I, these, these are interesting things to know, because I, you know, obviously I'm Support a, oblivious to Patreon, everybody. Please. <laughs> yeah, support PayPal subscriptions if we still do those. I don't know if we still do those. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just Patreon, I think we do now. It's just Patreon. There's no longer any PayPal subscriptions. That's I think it's if you're grandfathered into it, it still happens, and there's a lot of people who just don't care, so they're just subscribed still. But mm, mm, mm. the new way we do it is just Patreon. Okay, fair enough. Right. Subtle plug. Or not so subtle. Um, but anyway, yeah, we have two comments. The first one is on Summer Previews Episode Part 1 episode 567 which is mostly directed at you um uh, it's by yotaru vegeta um sorry it's funny where joey's sensitivities lie if you just listen to the first half of the show he's doing a yellow face impersonation that's the uh the japanese guy uh, we did it earlier on and then he says when he's talking about backstreet girls he's woker than woke i say it's 2018 we're all fighting for equality so women should get kicked just as hard as any man your thoughts <laughs> true true okay so i get it like i do definitely feel when it comes down to like women should have equal rights kind of thing and then yeah you know it's like oh you hit me you're a bad man Woohoo! it's like bitch if you want equal rights you better fucking take a punch and deal with it 
Because that's the way it's going to be. If you want to be completely equal, Miss Feminist, well then, get your shit together because when guys hit each other, they don't go, boo-hoo, you punched me. They just fucking punch back, okay? How about you start throwing some kicks and punches instead of, like, crying in a ball? Hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah I get it. I'm mm. a big manly dude and you're some feminist stuck-up cunt who's like, well, fuck men. We don't need men and stuff like that. And then, like, you punch me and you're like, well, you just brought this on yourself. And I beat the shit out of you and it's like, but I'm a girl. You know how <laughs> fucking hypocritical that is? For fuck's sake. Get your shit mm. together. Make up your mind. Do you want to be the, I'm a little pathetic girl who needs men to defend me? Or do you want to be the strong woman who can take a few punches and then kick my ass? Make up your mind. Hmm. It's a, it's a matter of uh, consistency or something, or sticking exactly. to a certain principle. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they had that thing in Konosuba where, where even in Konosuba, um, the main character there, like spouts his whole like rant about how he hates women who are just like you know like oh I want to be treated equal and whatnot, and then they try to use special female privileges for everything because they've gotten away with it for so yeah. long that they just don't know how to not to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> define equality, and then, then yes. see if we what can like come equal? to define it, and then yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. All right. Yeah, sorry Fair for enough. all of our female listeners out there who are never gonna ever seek to get my autograph, but you know, <laughs> just uh, it's just the way it is. It's just the, the way the world is going right now. If you want to be that strong, independent woman and whatnot, you got to stop trying to fall back on the fact that you're a woman. Mm, mm, mm. When it comes down to like physical violence and and like abuse and stuff like that, like I don't. I don't see that happening with a guy-on-guy relationship. You don't see that often. You know why? You know, yeah. Or, or we can see equality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or we can, you know, we can see equality in some manner, in some like fields, especially like for things such as pay and you know, such things as that. But as far as maybe etiquette's concerned, as far as medicals concerned, maybe acknowledge that there are differences. You know. Maybe right. if they maybe want not see certain differences as things, a bad thing, you know. Yeah. That's fine. You know I mean? it's like if they want to be like I want to be needs, you know. Yeah, if they so, want to be equal like yeah. I want to receive equal pay, I want to receive that's equal all, benefits, yeah, I want to receive yeah. equal mm-hmm. everything else. But then they're like Absolutely. I don't want to also be treated as an equal when it comes to like physical violence or or when it comes to like anything outside of the mm-hmm. realm of like a job. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you not do you not want to be so you want to be special, but you also want to be the same. Fucking what? <laughs> is it a call for equal... Rampant says, is it a call for equal rights or special privileges? Yeah, uh, it's, it's equal in some ways, not so much in others. It's a, This is a very long, windy subject that I'm, I'm trying to like tap dance over because it's like... <laughs> and you know, as, just... uh, as the end of the latest DLC for South Park would say, now nah, that's a road you really don't want to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah, absolutely. You know, minefield. Exactly, Rampant AI says it best. Political minefields. Uh... I was just setting them off left and right. I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Fucking step on this one, step <laughs> on that one. I just blew off a couple legs. I don't care. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Fuck. <laughs> don't care. Hmm. All right, but shall I move along anyway to the next comment? Having said yeah, that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. 
Um, okay, so we got um, another comment from Yotaru Vegeta, though this is on the next episode, which was 568. He commented really fast. Like, this was out for like a few hours and he was already commenting. Um, previous part two, which says... So, Andy, I'm guessing that Spice and Wolf is on your super huge anime to-do list that you can't realistically finish? It had better be! If you want to know how to pronounce Evangelion, or not, uh, or not, doesn't seem like AP care one way or another about the series, uh, think of the word evangelical. So, I guess he's implying that it's Evangelion then? If it's, like, based off evangelical, like evangelical Christians sort of thing? Is it because I keep saying Evangelion? <laughs> I, th- I think well he says that this, they don't care one way or another about the series but I, th- I think he gets mentioned a decent amount no I don't know I th- I like I the series I think what he was saying is that we don't care about one way or the other about how to pronounce the name oh I think that's just like that's just a, a agreed upon thing for just in general not just exclusively Evangelion but just like anime series in general we don't care about the pronunciation exactly because you know <laughs> We're not like one of those uh, uptight weeaboos about the whole thing. We're like, oh, well, actually, it's not Attack on Titan. It's Shingeki no Kyojin. No, you see, no. it's pronounced Evangelion, not Evangelion, you pleb. <laughs> it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. No. But, uh, wait, so what he's saying is, like, it had better be with Spice and Wolf, so I'm guessing that you really like Spice and Wolf and that I really have to watch this one. Um... I didn't know it was like that. It was put down in many people's like names, you know, in many people's lists as like a must watch. Could you forty two cents in? Just, it's definitely up there. I mean, it's in yeah. a lot of other anime where they'll bring up Spice and Wolf just because of how popular an anime it was. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely think you probably would like it. Like, it's an anime for everyone kind of thing, kind of like yeah, yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was like I definitely think like if you enjoyed something like Cowboy Bebop, you're gonna enjoy Spice and Wolf. Okay, right. Okay. Um, I guess I really will put it down as a mostly like I guess. Um, it you know what would have probably encouraged me more to have watched it is like a lot of times whenever I see a new anime and I'm about to add it to my list, I always Google the site and you know, just use the search engine on our website and see if it's been reviewed yet. If it hasn't, it's like, well, I better Google too because I'm killing two birds with one stone because I can write a review about it afterwards. But it's already been reviewed, so it's like, ah, uh, I can take my time with it, you know. I used to I used to be but, the uh, same way, but then I was like, yeah. You know what? I need more, so I'm gonna go find things that have been reviewed, but just got like you know some good scores. Yeah, I mean, and you just gotta like take it in, like as a leisurely thing, you know? Because I mean, watching anime should also just be a thing you do for fun as well. I think, yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's uh, no, that's okay. yeah. So I, I guess I definitely will, uh, based on that rules recommendations, have a look at it at some point or another, because <laughs> it had better be apparently. Uh, and answering Gul Shinobi, I haven't gotten around to the forums just yet. We're about to do that right now. So we have uh, two topics. Um, the second most recent one being anime characters you want to meet. And we have a very brief answer uh, to just go over quickly from that one uh, from Midnight Crew, who says, Probably Ginko from Mushishi. He's calm, intelligent, and worldly wise, and looks like Leon S. Kennedy. He probably, he'd probably have countless stories to tell, too, of his travels or of Mushi. I'd eat that stuff up. And the up is in, like, capitals. So, like, 
This main character I, from Mushishi's apparently really interesting. I think Kiko's personality is more like, I don't want to talk to this person. I just want to continue my journey. Yeah, so he doesn't really have like many scenes where he sits down and just chats with folk or anything? No, or... he doesn't really like that. Like, he'll do it just for his job. But like, right. at, like <laughs> this sticks out to me the most, but like at one part, he saves a girl's life. Uh-huh. Who had been in love with this other dude, and she was like, "Oh, you know, I, I want to move away with him." And then he left. And then mm-hmm. after he saves her life, she immediately like wakes up and looks at him. She's like, "You're not half bad looking. Hey, do you have a girlfriend or a wife?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and immediately he gets up and he's like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> he has no like. It, was he shy when he said it? Was it more like he's just... Uh, no, know? it was more like, uh, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm getting out of here. Ah, I see, I see, I see. He got, he's very, like, business first. Very, like, yeah. I don't, mind yeah, I just don't ever see him ever falling in love settling, and yeah. settling staying down. in love. Yeah, with settling down with anyone. Like, he has to continually be on the move just because of his nature of being a magnet for Mushishi. He's like the wind. He goes wherever it blows, you know? Yeah. yeah. And plus, right. he's also trying to heal the land and do all the right things. So, you know, a hero mm. doesn't have much all time for the... Mm. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> he has no time. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. But that moves us along to the most recent uh, forum topic, which is anime that have disappointed you. Either, like, you were hyped up before you watched them or... You watched it, thought it was looking quite good, and then it suddenly plummeted. And, you know, tell us why. So, we have a few answers this week. Actually, by few, I just mean two. Uh, we got one answer from Gula Shinobi, who says, As Thomas Jefferson once said, If I am to meet with disappointment, the sooner I know it, the more life I shall have to wear it off. I'm sure he was talking about anime. As much as I don't like to admit this because I love the show, Tokyo Ghoul Route A was ind- indeed a disappointment. It was so different from the manga that it was almost unrecognizable and the storytelling of the manga was unbelievably better. Tokyo Ghoul Toot A Toot A? Why does it say Toot? Was that probably a word filter actually? (laughs) Felt rushed and it just barely managed to get the basic plot across. It left out important things uh, slash characters that it didn't know would be important in the future. And no, I do not hate season 2 but I was disappointed as I've heard many people were, including Rio, one of our previous uh, hosts on this show. That's a good answer. Thank you. Um, Zaldera says, I've mentioned this before, but two anime that definitely disappointed me were Camphor and K-On! Season 2. I'm not labor... I'll not labor the point, but as I've mentioned previously many times, Camphor was disappointing to the point where it was almost made me cry. Dropped... Uh, it after 2.5 episodes. So much wasted potential. Good seiyus, interesting premise, all ruined by one very stupid protagonist stuck in a plot exposition, misunderstanding, exacerbation, feedback loop that eventually made me cringe so hard my eyebrows and forehead hurt. Okay, and then there's K-On! Season 2. As mentioned before, was especially disappointing because I loved the first season so much. So more K-On! should have been a good thing. Instead it bored me silly and I got very disappointed. It didn't hold my attention as well as it should have. Bonus joke answer, rebuild of Evangelion 3.33 disappointed me because although I saw it 
in an art house cinema for a special screening and enjoyed it. It was disappointing, not because the movie was bad, but rather it took so bloody long to release in the UK that I didn't bother uh, waiting and instead bought a Hong Kong release, which had a nicer binding on enclosed booklets and a nicer outer packaging compared to the official UK release, which I also bought because apparently I'm a fool who is easily parted with his money when it comes to anime. So yeah. Thank you for your guys' responses. Yeah, those do sound fairly disappointing, except for the joke answer, of course, because that seems like it was actually a good movie. But yeah. What about you, Joseph? You seem to come quite quickly to a conclusion of what disappointed you. So what would those, oh, shows, yeah. so those shows be? One of my biggest disappointments ever, in at least recent history, has been the anime adaptation of Ultimate Otaku Teacher, otherwise known as Dempe Kyoshi. Oh, yeah, you gave that a burner. I remember this one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the manga was pretty good. It's basically about a dude who is like, you know, he's an otaku who doesn't really want to do anything. He's then forced to buy his sister to become a teacher. Uh-huh. Um, long story short, he becomes a really fucking good teacher. And the way his teaching methods are, though, kind of is controversial. But in the end, he's got results, so people can't really deny him. However, the mangaka for this uh, manga also wrote a a doujin for Negima. Um, (laughs) I think it was called Negimaru or something like that. And Uh basically, it called the end of Negima with who Mm -hmm. Negi picks as his bride-to-be. And I think that kind of pissed off um, Negima's mangaka because he then went back, um, Ken Aramatsu went back, and I think he probably called A1 to destroy. Or at least someone at A1 was like, I don't like the way he did this. And they absolutely shat down the throat of his anime adaptation with just every single fucking mistake you could make under the book the animation's adaptation was horrendous the animation was shit the story was shit the characters voice acting was shit everything about it was garbage that's why i gotta burn it and that's why i was disappointed as fuck because i was pretty fucking excited when this was announced i was like oh this is pretty fucking cool one of my like somewhat okay mangas is getting an adaptation and then this happened and A1 can go fuck themselves because they just (laughs) made themselves a studio that is fucking fucking you know able to kowtow to their feelings when it comes to like you you ruin one of the animes that we like we're gonna ruin yours and it's like go fuck yeah they have the power they have the money they have the reach so they can do something so petty as well they have the reach you know because they are successful so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's a shame like hell hath no fury than a studio with a vendetta so yeah so that's my pick that just sounds sounds pretty bad well, I've just been told to refresh. One second. I think we have a bonus answer. Yep, bonus answer from Rampant AI this just in. Uh, I think I will mention one recent vintage. My son and I uh, decided to watch Netzuzo Trap all the way to the end. All the while thinking it would be have subverted plot from what it was advertised. 
it advertises the telegraphs with a sledgehammer, that blatant Yuri slash GL type of story. And there is so there is so much sadistic drama between the two female leads that one anticipates that one of them, Hotaru, is coming on strong on Yumi for purely underhanded motives. In this case, to separate the naive Yumi from her would-be boyfriend. The subversion would have been that the sadistic Hotaru was trying to get her boyfriend Takeda by confusing Yumi with her latest Yuri tendencies. Spoiler! Um, maybe I shouldn't read this? Uh... I, I'm not, I, I'll leave it to you guys listening to this right now to check out what the spoiler is, because I'm not sure if I should spoil the anime itself. But uh, yeah, <laughs> something happens, and it's disappointing. I just read it there. Uh, go have a read at the forums at animepulse.com slash the forums. That's not the correct URL. Um, and my only my only quick mention would be the obvious, is, is quite an obvious one, actually, for a disappointing anime. Um, not necessarily because I thought it was going to be the best thing ever while watching it, but it was decent enough, and it was still such a huge plummet. It would be the second half of the season one of Sword Art Online, for me, was a huge disappointment, um, for obvious reasons. I mean, like, what? We get out of the game, we're gonna go into another game, and they hold like the one of the only competent characters, Asuna, captive for that entire arc, and she doesn't do anything. You've heard probably the complaints beaten to death about why the Alfheim Online uh, arc of Sword Art Online sucks, so I'll probably spare it here just to save time, actually, really. But just Not do anything. Keep... She almost hmm? gets tentacle raped a couple times. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean she doesn't do anything? And those parts at the end are particularly egregious, especially since Ugh. they get one of the characters. Yeah. The, the part where you're, like, you know, where he's lying there unable to move and she's being assaulted by this, like, guy. It really Virtually feels assaulted. like a, just a huge... Mm, Virtually assaulted. Yeah. Remember, it's not her real body, but she's feeling every sensation, <sighs> so still, yeah. it's a little... It's, 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 it's up there. Yeah, it's up there, and, like, honestly... The build-up to this, the huge, like, emphasis on this sort of, like, the incest angle they were going with with Suguha there, um, which is pointless as well, because he's already chosen Asuna. You can't really go with that angle, and we all know she's not going to get him in the end, so it's just so much just pointless stuff, and, you know, there's more DSX Machina shit. I also like the way he turned it around on her, where it was just like, I love you as my cousin, and, you know, there, Mm. there it is, and, like, just like... I do like the way, like, he made her understand, mm. like, things. Um, I mean, think about it. He gets reused a lot as, like, the main male protagonist with a lot of other yeah. women. When the other, yeah. when the first woman has already won, she's like, I'm the top tier bitch here. All you other fucking cunts are base bitches. Yeah, yeah. And I just. I just question why. It, it just, like, it's, in my opinion, I didn't feel like it needed to be that. I. I think it's already crowded with those other girls to begin with to be honest i mean you didn't have to have <laughs> you didn't have to have this like you know this club of girls that follow him and ask her around when he has already chosen one as you know as you say you know um, <laughs> like, uh, and, like, <laughs> there is a club of girls that literally has a club that is like the we didn't get kirito club <laughs> yeah yeah that's it and that's they're a little it's, stuck it's, it's like can you move on maybe find a different feels, dude 
Yeah, it just feels pointless. And, you know, like, maybe this would work better if, like, Kirito was the most charming, charismatic guy ever. He's good at video games. That's it. You know, or this one video game. So, like, what about this is not just wish fulfillment for viewers. Anyway, you know. But, you know, that's that's just my, my quick mention of that. I mean, like, I, individually, it's not like I hate any of those, like, characters, those side characters, even Suguha, that, that cousin character. I just don't think the arc had to happen or it had to be in the sequel arc that takes like 12 episodes, you know? There were all these other side girls anyway, right? And they didn't have, what, 12, almost 12 episodes like dedicated to their arc of build up and then they're going to get disappointed and there's going to be a lot of drama, uh, you know? Yeah, and I'm not, usually, I'm not usually against drama in my shows, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So probably can move on at this point. Thanks. And this is no there's no more refresh. Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Alright, well then let's jump to our industry news. And <clears throat> I have one here. Uh, yep. Yeah, just one. Just one this week. Uh, this uh-huh. one is about the uh, anime I previewed last week, um, How to Not Summon a Demon Lord, or uh, its uh, Japanese title, uh, Isekai Maoto Shokan Shoujo no Dorai Majutsu. And uh, uh-huh. basically, uh, the you know they put they put previews out of this stuff out on YouTube, and the preview for this particular anime actually got flagged for being too risque. Yeah, the mm-hmm. uh apparently uh the minute long video which is mostly still shots and action sequences does contain one rather long shot of characters Rem and Shera in the nude. Mm-hmm. So they're you know they're not entirely nude. They're no. You don't see it, you don't see badge or anything like that. You just see them Without any clothes on, sleeping next to in a uh, spooning fashion with uh, the demon lord Diablo himself. So uh, I guess the uh, the mothers and fathers were just like, "Oh no, this is terrible for my kids who who can't, oh, like it's not mothers, like I fathers. grew up jerking off to a Playboy when I was three years old." Oh, this is terrible. Could be mothers and fathers or those oversensitive teen types that you get these days too. So, you know. Yeah. I was yeah, lucky enough to grow up in a family full of people who are just like, sex? Yeah, it happens. What about it? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, li- that's liberating. Yeah, when I was when I was a kid, I would just like read Playboys all the time. And I was just like, what you reading? Oh, Playboys, yes. It's like, <laughs> oh, have some reading son. those kids. <laughs> That's my collection. He had oh, a fucking collection of those things, like like uh-huh. hundreds of Playboys, and I would just like pick them mm. up and just read through them. And yeah, okay, so I'd look at the pictures a lot and just be like, "Wow, girls, look it, it's a girl, and she's naked. Wow, girls of the past are crazy. Like, look at that." And like, I would just get up closer and closer to newer stuff, and it's like, "Oh, look at all the changes." <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm at least lucky yeah. enough to have grown up in that era where it's just like, 
I I don't care about like sexuality and stuff like that. Like it has zero impact upon me. Where it's like, yeah, whatever. So what? Kid wants to learn about sex. Go ahead. But he's gonna be yeah. corrupt. He's so young. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. look how fucking I turned out. And I was like, I was reading porn since I was a baby. So. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I was so listening. I, I, I was listening. I into the world good, holding a mic. Yes, I came out and I was like, "Playboy" was my first word. <laughs> it's two words, oh, okay. but you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you know, you were too young to count. You're just too... <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh. Well, you know. I can I can imagine that there'll be a lot more anime in the future taking off the way YouTube is these days. So it's not entirely surprising, I suppose. Neither to you, nor me. Nah, nah. But uh, yeah, guess there'll have to be an alternate streaming service for that sort of shit in the future, or some other player they could use, but to get the yeah. message out. Well, it looks it. like the 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 hmm? video got flagged, but it didn't get taken down. Oh, apparently. All right, it, so it's it one of those. Doesn't okay, have right. a content warning. Right. Um, even though you know the scenes contained within oh. it are sexually suggestive, so so any so any random dude could have just did this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other right. part about it is, I am a little worried. I just want to make this an update, kind of on my preview. I gotten through mm-hmm. a couple more episodes, and I think there's censorship. I'm not entirely oh? sure. Oh yeah. It was a steamy sequence, but if the manga is gonna be adapted correctly there are going to be some more scenes coming up that will be more very obviously like censored if they are censored so i will definitely be on the lookout for those and if they are i'm gonna have to stop oh Which yeah on principle another dis- mm-hmm. yeah another disappointment on principle i can't watch anime that's censored you're you it's like hey kids you want some cotton candy yeah all right well here's just some fluff Where's the sh- spun sugar? Oh, <laughs> you'll have to wait uh, a year for that to come out. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fuck you, Japan. Fucking get over yourselves. I said it last time. You guys need to move on past your censorship phase. Seriously. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure who to talk to or who who'd be responsible for that. But you know, it's all the old people who are about to die off because population in Japan's about to gray the fuck out. Hmm. Possibly. And all the new people hopefully at least be like, oh, porn? Okay, sure, whatever. Go ahead, uncensor it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get with oh, the time, you know. Japan. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> stay, stay, stay woke. Um, okay, cool. So, shall we move on? Yeah, uh, what do you, that, what do yeah. you got to your, uh, your piece My of news? My one piece of news, yeah. Ah! Yes, just one this week. Um, so yeah, there's a uh, every year Japan's Aichi Prefecture hosts the World Cosplay Summit, which is like you know a, a gathering, as you know, expect like a convention for anime, video game, costuming people from around the world. They all go to this. It's the first I've heard of it, and it's the event. It's a celebration, but also a competition for people to you know test their metal and their cosplaying prowess. Now, um, normally this sort of situation, you know, you you know you have officials that have to attend or like you know welcome this because Aichi is not uh, one of the more popular or often uh, visited prefectures in Japan but you know they take to this as a good time to promote things you know and as a result governor Hideaki Omura instead of attending in a you know and meeting and greeting people and as like you know 
straight, you know, very proper suit. He instead, it instead attends wearing a cosplay of Kirito from Sword Art Online. Very topical because I mentioned <laughs> that a second ago. But yeah, yeah, he's dressed up as Kirito. There's a, a few t- tweets put out. This isn't some sort of like, you know, someone caught him dressed up as Kirito. He's actually officially doing this. You know, he could be seen in his photos sitting amongst the other cosplayers and fans were kind enough to edit like, you know, images of him with Asuna added to his little, uh, <laughs> added to him in the image to, you know, make it more complete. <laughs> There's images of him with two swords flipped over or his face transposed onto Kirito's, um, you know, slender face. And this isn't actually just the first time that he has actually cosplayed. He's in the past seen as, uh, seen to have cosplayed as Gintama, uh, Gintama's Tohiro, as well as Detective Conan, Dragon Ball's Goku, and uh, Space Battleship Yamato's Desler. I, I don't know who that last character is. Or Deslock. Deslock. Okay, and so yeah, he isn't only high-profile civil servant though that has you know joined in in the cosplay shenanigans. Uh, Takashi Kawamura, the mayor of the summit's host city Nagoya, has also cosplayed uh, each year. It's harder to find images of him, but there's one image uh, that can be seen below in the article of him cosplaying as Trafalgar Law from One Piece uh, for 2018's uh, festivities. The, yeah. the World Cosplay Summit will run until the 5th of August, which is today. Ah, so recordings. today. So it's yeah. running until today. So if you running wanted to today. do it, too bad. And even more so if you um, aren't listening to us live, because this is two weeks later, unless you downloaded it from um, Joseph's uh, Patreon, which means yes, it's just one unless week you are a follower on my Patreon, which, by the way, I've gone and checked to see just how many followers I have. Holy shit. There are actually a lot of people who follow me. Oh, yeah? Cool. Which makes sense because you don't need to mm. pay anything to get the podcast day one, but still, like, mm. man, people, damn, build up that brand, man. Yeah, it's, it's working. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, first forty, then first, th- then you have to do your ten k video, ten k subscribe video special or something. <laughs> Once you reach ten k, yeah, but yeah. That's about it. I think it's pretty cool when they have somebody like that's very official and normally does a serious role actually, you know, take joining in on the fun. So that's cool. Nice. Very cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. Why don't we then get to our previews? And you have quite a few. I only have one, so why don't you get yeah. us started? In a world where laughter was king. Uh no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no, in a world? It's not that kind of movie. Yep, today is a special, similar to what I did in a previous, uh, you know, a previous season where I did, like, three Moe Blob shows at once. Today's theme is shows that feature cute girl design characters, kind of, it's kind of Moe, but some of them aren't chibi enough, it's kind of cute girl kind of thing. Most of the main cast are female, um, but the focus this week is the ones that attempt to be comedic, so comedy, Moe Blob-ish shows. Uh, and starting things off, we have Chiyo-chan no Sugakuro or Chiyo's School Road. It's a slice of life comedy. That's pretty much what it says on the tin. That being about our protagonist, the geeky schoolgirl Chiyo-chan, and the route she takes to school and the funny times, uh, the funny and at times surreal situations that occur. Now I know I've said this on previous anime I've covered uh, before drawing on for actually a lengthy link, uh, review or preview. But there isn't really much to go over here. There's nothing in the way of an overarching plot or character arcs, nor is it called for in something that's so lighthearted that's meant to be broken into short, charming skits. 
I say that despite there only being two skits in this episode, but they both contain multiple jokes themed around the scenario, which does a decent job setting up the tone of this show, as well as the type of character Chio is. Um, so skit one has Chio running late for school, exacerbated by road closures along her route. Having played way too many video games, which is also the reason she's running late, Chio-chan elects to climb up onto a telephone pole and walk to school roof to roof. Along the way, she attempts to hide from people opening upstairs windows in the morning, resulting in a gag involving a middle-aged man brushing his teeth, and a scenario where she simultaneously helps a kid get his balloon back while delivering karmic justice to a snobby businessman. See, that's uh, another reason why this will be pretty short. I probably shouldn't go into too much detail when it comes to jokes. So speaking broadly, the punches here, the punchlines here land decently well. I like the narrative through line of the skit, that being the video game, a ripoff of Assassin's Creed, inspires the major events of this uh, half of the episode, and it informs us early on of what kind of girl Chiyo-chan is. That being that she is the introverted, geeky type girl, not just from the fact that she stayed up late playing video games, but also from her personality cues such as her tendency to overthink scenarios and aim to remain unnoticed. This part of her character is further built upon in the second skit of the episode, centred around Chiyo being noticed by her exact opposite, the energetic, popular girl from her class. Chiyo analyses everything about her interactions with this girl and this does humanise her as the socially awkward introverted despite how active her inner monologue is. So the humour of this skit is derived from how her character interacts with the normie and like the first half of the episode it was okay. That's pretty much how I left the episode feeling really, it's okay. The opening made it look a lot more crazy and maybe it will in time, but I watched what I watched was more of a mellow experience peppered with moments of absurdity. Uh, rounding out this anime is brought to us by Studio Diomedia. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say Diomedia. Diomedia, <laughs> who brought us such cornerstones of culture such as Boku no Kanojo ga Maji Mesuguru... Fuck. Shoujo Bitch na Ken. I just really wanted to try that name. Kodomo no Jikan and Mayoiga. <laughs> On this anime, they've done a somewhat decent job in realising a bright and peaceful looking suburban Japanese setting. The characters themselves are attractive enough in terms of character design and animate decently with a few key, ex- uh, key expressions punctuating the humour well. On a side note of the humour, there's this one joke, and I say that with quotes around it, with this one lady who's very, like, boingy. She's quite voluptuous I guess. For some reason they draw attention to this complete with jiggle physics and a boing sound effect but I struggle to see the punchline. It could be a cultural difference but because I really don't get the point unless it's set up for a later episode but that's just a side note. Anyways, Chiyo's Skill Road looks to be a fairly okay choice for those looking for a very light watch. What it does have over other shows with Moe characters that also uh, that also have slice of life comedy in the tag is that there's at least an actual concept to build the humor around here with the whole walk to school thing and yes there are actual jokes in the show at least i'll probably finish someday but i prefer to take this road at a more casual pace so to speak and since we have three shows today i'll i'll just like, go into my second one just rapid fire um and then save the last one for the very end uh, so next show Whew. Jashin Chan Dropkick, aka Dropkick on My Devil, fucking sucks. Jashin is about Alamia, a half serpent monster from Greek mythology, who was summoned to my accidentally minimized my tab. Who was summoned to this world by a Chinebio Gothic Lolita girl aptly named Yurin, and must remain in this world until Yurin finds a way to send her back to hell, or she manages to kill Yurin. Their circle of friends also include two other, quote, devils. 
one being a minotaur and the other being a poorly conceived medusa more on that rounding out is the uh more on that later rounding out they also have a glum angel in their group i can't mind to remember her name they also have a cute cat uh, a cute pet mascot character but who gives a fuck um, hey, I just spent more time introducing the characters than the anime actually does, since episode 1 spends minimal time on that with only a short dream sequence loosely showing how Jashin was brought into the world, and then we're on for an obnoxious OP, followed by the first skit with all the characters already sharing a hot pot together. They don't bother introducing the characters at all because, let's face it, you've seen all these characters before in another anime, and the show has no interesting ideas in it. Sit eyes glazed at the screen as you watch these cute dir- girls do unfunny things. Doo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Jashin Chan is picking on the angel girl. Doo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Look at her stealing all that meat from the hot pot. Oh, look, now she's got the titular dropkick and she's trying to hit urine and breaks the fourth wall. Oh, all of the funny. But look at that. Jashin fucked up and now urine cuts her up to replace the meat that she stole with snake meat. No one wants to eat it, but Angel says it's delicious. Ha 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 I'm so la- I'm laughing so genuinely here. So fucking much. So, uh, yeah. It's fine. Next week on You're it's... In The House. What's that? <laughs> Sorry. I think I think it's time for uh, the guy from Final Fantasy. Uh... <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, t- Titus. Titus. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad this is. Is yeah, oh. <laughs> someone left the server at the response to that? I don't blame them. Um, next week on Urine in the House, Jashin tries to buy a crowbar to kill Urine, but what do you know? She fucked up again, and now she dies via chainsaw. Next time, and that's so Jashin. It's Urine's birthday, and Jashin plans to hit her with a stun gun. But surprise, that's not a stun gun. It's a shaving razor. <laughs> Laugh track. Oh my gosh, he has his own laugh track. <laughs> anyway, it's like if you took Gabriel Dropout, you know that show with the angels I did uh, last year, I think, sprinkled with a little bit of Squid Girl, mixed it in a blender, and then replaced the contents of the blender with shit. The synopsis <laughs> from my anime list describes it as a violent slapstick comedy which is a disservice to the likes of Roadrunner and Tom and Jerry cartoons because there's no craft to the slapstick routines here, nor is it all that violent really. My only consolation would be the voice actors at times because god I can tell they're trying to make it work but the material is just too shitty. They can't even get the inspirations for the monsters that the girls are based on right. You know how I mentioned there's a Medusa? You might expect her to have snakes for hair or something, like sometimes in the Legends she's depicted with wings. But in this series, they went for the stereotypical Cleopatra or Egyptian royalty look. Completely confusing what sort of devil she's supposed to be. But they didn't even get the country right. I think it's pretty well known that Medusa is from Greek mythology and has nothing to do with Egypt. The closest thing I could think of was that her name, you know, that's linked to her name is derived from how her headband has a gold cobra on it, but I'm not willing to give them that much credit. This is made by Studio Nomad, and I normally do that thing where I name a bunch of shows I've either not watched or don't really like from them as a joke, but honestly, I don't really like anything they've ever made, and fuck it, I don't really want to talk about this anime anymore, so on to you, Joseph. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, sure. Why not? Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna be previewing an anime known as High School High Score Girl. Uh, uh -huh. So, the anime starts out at an arcade where our main male protagonist by the name of Haru is uh, currently mm -hmm. playing a game of Street Fighter 2. And he is playing as uh, it's a guy with that, uh, is it Guile? Guile, right? With the uh, hair. Oh, like... yes, yes, yes. Yep, that's Guile. Okay, yep. So he's playing as Guile. Yep. And he's kicking some major ass, and he looks behind him like, ah, everyone must be impressed with me. And he looks behind mm -hmm. him, and everyone's like, fucking hurry up and lose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like, not a single person admires me. Not a single person no praise. But I'm not going to stop. I'll continue winning. And then it says, new challenger. And he's like, huh? And all the guys are like, it's a girl. A girl's challenging him. And our main male protagonist like pokes his head over and he sees, oh no, oh no, Chan, a very stereotypical Japanese girl, long, dark hair, which in the manga it's black, but in the anime it's purple for some reason. Um, mm -hmm. You know, very stoic look on her face, kicking up a game of Street Fighter 2. And mm -hmm. she fucking rocks the house. She kicks Haru's ass back and forth and back and forth until eventually he starts doing some uh, cheap moves that Guile can do. He starts off <clears throat> first by turtling with Guile. Yeah. Uh, which apparently <clears throat> is something that's really fucking cheap to do on people where you turtle. Especially you just, like, in Street Fighter 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Guile's a master Apparently also that. because she was playing Zangief. Yes. And she was Zangief has a hard matchup with Guile. Yeah, she was performing yeah. the uh, corkscrew dive or something like that. Oh, and that's he was the, like, yeah. She's performing the elusive S. corkscrew dive with like ease, like it's nothing. It's a spinning pile driver because you got to do a full circle motion with the control stick. Yes. So it's, yeah. And so he first uh, starts off by kicking her ass with, uh, well, after he loses a couple times, he's in like, I'll, I'm going to sacrifice my pride to do this. And he does turtling and uh, everyone's like, yeah turtling with guile oh my god he's actually doing that where is his pride as a man and then he attempts to one hand her where he like holds the other hand out like around the cabinet while he's attacking her and yeah. uh, he gets his ass kicked then and they're all like yeah. oh, that's what you get for trying to for trying to go again with just like one hand and then he like starts fighting her normally like everyone's like oh he's gonna be a man and fight her and he's like a man and fight her head on what do you fucking think i am i'm not gonna lose and he starts doing mm. something known as cheap throw where he is uh basically making her a guard against weak attacks and then he can um yeah. i guess throw her and so uh <laughs> He ends up winning against her, and he's like, yes, finally, I won one against her. And she's a fucking sore, bitch-ass loser because she gets up, kicks the arcade cabinet into him on the other side, gets around to the other side, and he's like, the fuck is your problem? And punches him in the fucking face. So, you know, I get it. He was performing some cheap-ass maneuvers. Like, everyone else was like, oh, my God, this guy. But... Yeah. She kind of fucking went a little bit off on him when she fucking first kicks the arcade cabinet enough hard enough to push both arcade cabinets into him. And mm -hmm. then she stomps around and knocks his fucking lights out. 
Or, you know, he mm-hmm. also, oh. as he's going down, he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, video game, video game salt and playing on telt is real, so <laughs> we all get that. Yeah. So she's not a chill loser. No. Cut to him at school where his teacher's like, uh, his teacher calls him up to the front and he's like, Yaguchi, come up here and answer this. And he gets up there and he's like, hmm? It's like, Yakuchi, don't blame your nearsightedness on your bad grades. You're never going to get anywhere if you're like this. And all his friends surround him. He's like, what are you going to do, Yakuchi? You're not good at anything. You're not good at sports. You're not good at, at anything else, science and history. But, oh, look at Ono. She's perfect in every way. Like, she's got all these <laughs> popular friends. Girls compare. Like, it's like everything is pales comparison to her. Wonder what she does in her time off after school. Probably studies a lot. And, of course, Akuchi's <laughs> like, that, this fucking bitch, like, do they not know that she's fucking at an arcade, like, 24-7 after school, kicking my ass? Apparently not. And, uh, so... He decides to go to the arcade again, where he then plays a different game. He plays some uh, some Slaughterhouse, which is oh, this yeah. old yeah. old game where it looks like you play as Jason, but apparently not. Yeah, he's um, like a parody play, of him. Yeah, yeah, you play as a parody of Jason who is wearing the mask of his lover and is mm-hmm. going around and killing a bunch of monsters, and. For so, and for some reason, this frightens Ono, who is watching this, because she doesn't deal well with uh, ghosts and shit like that. So <laughs> she ends up, like, following Yaguchi uh, after he leaves. And he's like, what the fuck do you want? Why are you following me? And and he's like, stop it. It's creepy. <laughs> and then he starts, like, taking off, and he looks behind him. And he just sees her wearing the, uh, the same mask. He's like, ah, someone help me. She's chasing me. So it's kind of amusing. Um, The next time we see them together, they duck into this arcade together where... Well, no, wait. They do see... They do go into an arcade together again where um, this very angry couple is playing the games. And at first, Yaguchi loses... Or wins to this guy a couple times, but then he loses so that the guy doesn't beat the shit out of him. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) ends up taking his place and kicks the shit out of the dude and also the girl who then go around is like you know you gotta pay back for a thing you use a really because i guess she used um she was playing street fighter 2 again and she ended up using uh uh hana like the dude who's like wearing the the facial facial like mask for japanese vega vega yeah no 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 not the mask himself like the something hada hana like what's how does he fight oh e honda e honda so he's she's playing e honda and she uses like some perverse move or like she grabs a female character because the girlfriend steps in and like starts squeezing her in like this like 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 he's almost humping her kind of motion and she starts crying of course she's a fake cry like and then she like she pokes out of her her eyes and yeah yeah, the boyfriend's like you're making my girlfriend cry you gotta repay us and 
Uh, Yaguchi tries to be the nice guy. He walks around. He's like, you know, maybe you guys just like calm down. She's just trying, you know, you lost. And they both kick the shit out of him with the girl coming behind him and like doing an uppercut, uh, uh, doing a straight up kick to his groin where he is now mm-hmm. writhing in pain on the ground as he's being kicked and punched by the girl and the guy until Ono is like enough of this fucking shit smashes the one dude into a cabinet and makes a bunch of coins fall out and the girlfriend's like the fuck is wrong with you and then she punches her in the face and makes her nose bleed oh, and then uh, Yakuchi's like whoa you fucking you crazy bitch let's get the fuck out of here and grabs Ono and pulls her out as the staff shows up and like you fucking tilting cabinets out here the fuck and of course is dragging the uh, other couple away and they're like no 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 we didn't do it <laughs> and uh, the last part of this ends off with uh, the two of them are leaving school and they get caught in the rain uh, Yaguchi is the first to be able to get into a dagashi shop where a very scary lady is like you better have some fucking money or I'm going to kick your ass out in the rain again he's like I got some money I got some dosh he's going to go play an arcade cabinet there Mm-hmm. It's uh, not Street Fighter this time. It's a different game. Um, Streets of Rage or something like that. It's oh, the yeah. one with, yeah, uh, yeah. with uh, Poison in it. Oh, yeah, that's Streets of Rage. That's Streets of Rage. Yes. Okay, yes. Streets of Rage. I got it right. Good. So yeah. he gets in there and he's like, I'm going to play some Streets of Rage. Yeah. And the, of course, Ono also shows up and he gets like, you know, dumbfounded at first, like, like, oh no, she showed up here too. And she takes the arcade cabinet that he was going to have. So he starts watching her for a bit until the scary lady is like, you're not going to fucking pay for anything. You better fucking leave. And he's like, all right, I'll join. And he sits down next to Ono and he starts helping her because at first she was losing pretty badly. And he thought, oh no, She's just, uh, she's losing, and I gotta help her out. Like, I'll, I'll show you how. I'll get you stage five, baby. <laughs> and he's, he's, like, not doing too well himself, and all of a sudden, she's doing really well, and he's like, wait, was she just fucking pretending to be bad? Like, why? And then she starts, like, attacking barrels and whatnot and other items, but she does something called uh, alchemy, where she's able to attack the barrel, but then performs a maneuver, like an, uh, a jump attack or something like that, or just jumping, within like .033 seconds. And if yeah. you do that, you get like a high denomination item, like gold mm-hmm. or diamond or something like that, instead of food to heal your health. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what she was trying to do, as he figures out later on, is that she was dying on purpose so that she only had one life left. So that she would make it through the game, um, like, under pressure. And also, <laughs> yeah. she was trying to get the high score, so that's why she was getting all the diamonds and stuff instead of the health. Even though yeah. he would go for the health, and she would, like, elbow him or, like, stomp on his foot or something. He's like, oh, this is abuse. Is she, it's, why, why? Is she a masochist? Because she's trying to go for one life? And then, of course, it's like he's, you know, punching him and shit like that. It's like, no, she's a sadist. There's no way. <laughs> but never out like tells him. Maybe she's mute. I don't know. She never says anything. She doesn't talk at all mm. in this. She just like is like mm, and like punching and grunting and stuff like that. <laughs> and of course, then yeah. he's thankful because the the rain stops and they're walking out and he brings some lollipops to her and she he's like pick one and she points to both and he's like oh because you saved my ass when I was getting kicked the shit out of by the couple 
and you just gave me a you know you just had a fun time with me all right okay so she gives him he gives her both but she immediately sticks both in her mouth and he's like he starts to like drop his guard he's like oh she's actually kind of nice like uh, hey oh no and then a a fucking limousine comes out of nowhere and sends that fucking kid flying. Oh. And of course, the limousine pulls over, and this old dude who kind of looks a little bit like Igor from the Persona series steps out, and he's like, "Oh, mistress, oh, mistress, uh, mistress Akira, you, I was looking for everywhere for you. Please get in the car. I'll take you home." And uh, mm. he, she gets in the car, and they drive off, and that's where we leave off as our our main character Yaguchi just laying there on the ground, going. I left my guard down for one second around her. One second. And he's dead, and that's the anime. The end. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, the <laughs> only thing I want to point out is that this is a CG art style. The whole anime is done in CG. So oh, if yeah. you're not mm-hmm. a fan of the, like, uh... uh what was that uh, one anime blue blue something or another blue blue uh anime mm, what was it that arpeggio uh, arpeggio of the blue steel there you go so if you're blue not a steel. fan of arpeggio of the blue steel or any other of those like fully cg animes then you may want to skip this one if not, and you can you? deal with it. I liked it. I was okay with it. Like, I don't mind. If you're going to go full CG, I'm okay with it. Because then that's what your focus is. You're focusing on the CG. You're not trying to make it look like a combination where it's like the big ass battles are all of a sudden in CG. The other thing that's pretty cool about it, too, is that the Street Fighter stuff and, like, all the other video game stuff is actually straight from the game. Yeah. <clears throat> Which definitely so like, is a paid sponsorship because, like, you, in the middle yeah, of the episode, was, the advertising. There was yeah. a uh, a whole issue about this where um, <clears throat> the uh, manga actually included a lot of Street Fighter stuff that originally mm-hmm. hadn't they the the mangaka hadn't talked at all to like the guys behind Street Fighter, which is what Capcom, right? Mm-hmm. And yep, so yep. he got like some cease and desist until he was like, "How about we do a collab?" And they're like. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So the anime is definitely getting thumbs up from Capcom on this shit. Um, oh, yeah. Also, like you any other that. developer behind this stuff. Because like, one of the other arcade cabinets that he could have played, um, aside from Street to Rage, was uh, uh, Ghoulies? Ghosts and Goblins? By the- Ghosts and Goblins, thank you. Which he mm-hmm. was like, that will probably last like two seconds. Because like... He, like, you can see the character running along and then turned into a skeleton immediately. Yeah, it's a notoriously hard game. So, yeah. As a little side as a little side uh, reference thing here, I'm not sure if it is 100%, but you know how the girl's called Ono? Yeah. This could be a reference to Yoshinori Ono, who is a Japanese video games producer for Capcom, and he's sort of like the, kind of like the main face for Street Fighter currently. You know, he's he's driving force behind the Street Fighter revival since Street Fighter 4 in 2008. She kind of, is mm. a rich mm. and popular, multi-talented um, mm. girl. Yeah. And her full name is uh, uh, Ono Akira. Oh, first right, name okay, being so... Akira and her last name being Ono, of course. Right, okay. I'm not So I'm not sure how much of it is a reference. It could be because, you know, the Street Fighter thing. 
But, you know. Right. Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, so yep. will so, you keep watching it? Yeah, I'm going to keep watching it. Even though it's something that actually takes me... It's kind of like with... Um, mm-hmm. uh, with the, <laughs> the fucking Shotokan anime I'm currently reading or watching. The Sonohara Soul no Kiririn-san. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Much like that, yeah. how I have to go actually go to Nya and then download it through a third-party uh, subber. I'm gonna continue doing this one because uh, horrible subs isn't uh, isn't subbing it. So I have to go to Nya and I have to actually pull it up and check it out every single week just to see whether or not it had the episode come up. And yeah, it's not bad. I'll, I'll continue. Bad. I'll continue watching. It looks like he's starting to warm up to her. And maybe at some point she might be like, uh, you know, she might start to maybe show some affection toward him. Thus far, she has said nothing, though. No words have come out of her mouth. So I don't know if she is a mute, but she definitely expresses her intent via facial expressions and kicking the shit out of you. (laughs) Oh, the way only a loving girl would. (laughs) Yeah. Just the way I like my women. They don't talk at all. <laughs> Their actions speak for them. <laughs> yeah, they uh, just kick your ass all the time, and they just stare at you with hateful look in your eyes. Which is probably... I shouldn't put myself up there as, like, the guy that likes femdom, because then I get, like, suggestions like that fucking anime that was suggested to to you through to me. About yeah, like I that. put up an image once. Yeah, Femdom the like, anime. Just like, do you like being is. stomped on by girls? Do you like being told you're a worthless, pathetic worm in first person? Then you're going to enjoy this anime. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the name of it is very like, wow, that's so direct. Like, I want you yeah. to look at me disgust with disgust. I was like, wow. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah. So Yes, mistress, I'm just a little picky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So yeah, bit, so bit, draw the yeah, line so between Yandere and Femdom, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so yeah, I guess we're going to the last show. Yeah, of the day, right? Okay, so ending off today's theme of cute girls doing comedic things, I suppose. I give you Asobi Asobase, a comedy slice of life drama. Ignore the drama part because anime. My anime list plays it loose with its genre tags about three high school girls uh, who contrast each other greatly but decide to form a club together regardless. There's the glasses girl, Kasumi, who sucks at video uh, not video games. <laughs> you got me thinking video games because of the last show. Uh, Kasumi, who sucks at games and used, it to get, uh, and used to get taken advantage of by her sister as a result. There's the twin-tailed Hanako that, despite being the school star at soft tennis, is more fixated on being popular, and she's also kind of dumb. And finally, there's the American transfer student, Olivia, whom, despite growing up in Japan and speaking the language perfectly, pretends that she can't just to fuck with the other two. She actually actually can't speak English and speaks perfect Japanese. Though this conceit becomes hard to maintain as Kasumi pressures her into tutoring her English because it's her worst subject. Now, the episode is split into four segments with jokes built around the theme of each of them. The first skit working on is an introduction of how the group got together with an actual slapstick comedy to boot. In the second skit, they play the game that I'm not sure what it's called, but you like you spread your hands on the table, like your fingers apart, and then you get a sharp object and you stab between the fingers. You know what I'm talking about? You know that game? Yeah, I know the game. Like They play that yeah. at the beginning of Aliens. 
Yeah, so I don't know if it has a name or something, but like they play that game in the second skit, and it's it's kind of funny. Um, so yeah, because they start with pencil and they then they move up to actually using like a compass needle, and it's like oh shit. Um, part three starts with Hanako's uh, discontent with her school life ending off with them deciding to start a club together, and the last segment features the girls installing a pool in their club room while they talk about silly things before oh. a teacher notices um, something it's, wrong uh, from the outside. It's called Five mm-hmm. Finger Fillet, by the way. Five Finger Fillet. So yeah, the second skit is them playing Five Finger Fillet and. Hilarity ensues because you know, it's a it's a gag show. Much like uh, Chiu Chan, there's jokes in here that worked on me and some that didn't. But one advantage is the sense of pacing of the humor in that this one is split into more parts, meaning that if you know one gag doesn't come and make you laugh, then the next one might, and it moves on to them fairly quickly at a reasonable pace. Um, highlights to me by far would be the Olivia's really bad at Japanese bits, the conclusion to that stabby stabby game, five finger fillet, uh, and the part where the teacher goes all Detective Conan. But as mentioned previously, I'd much rather talk broadly about the type of humor here than as opposed to actually explaining jokes. Though I'm not as good at describing the type of sh- uh, the type now that I think about it, because there's definitely some slapstick here. That's part of it, but the rest of it is just kind of goofy and gaggy. I know I'm bad with this, um, but what's most important is that this show punctuates it best with the visuals on the screen. Um, obviously, an important part when you're talking about an anime is the visuals. Despite the cute character designs and very bright aesthetic, uh, these are in the service of making these moments more extreme when they actually have high contrast and dark shadows and exaggerated expressions that are used to hit, uh, to use to better hit the, the jokes. And this extends to how how, uh, how the OP is the polar opposite to the ED, the OP being a very gentle, somber song sung by the four girls, and the ED being just a heavy metal song for some reason. Basically, it's nice to see a comedy that uses elements like the brightness and colour instead of just the subject on the canvas, so to speak. Another thing they... Um, Another thing they seem to have nailed is the handle on timing and delivering with the jokes, uh, directed in a way that shows when to take it slow and um, knowing when to hit with something really fast as opposed to just something like Jashin Dropkick that was just loud and obnoxious most of the time. Anyways, basically Studio Lersh have done a good job on making it stand out and they deserve props for that, at least given that the studio has yet to make something that I like all that much yet. Um, surprisingly, looking at the free shows today, despite Chio Chan having a central hook to building skits around it, um, and Jashin Chan having a monster girl gimmick to work with, from a comedic standpoint at least, I found Asobi Asobase to, uh, to be trying the most varied things and able to get more of a chuckle out of me than the other two more often. And this is a shock because uh, on the box, it looks like it was going to be the most bland of the three in terms of its poster and the concept of it. There have been plenty of shows that have a focus on just like, you know, a group of high school girls doing funny stuff, but maybe the fact that it is an overdone forced, uh, the cre- an overdone sort of uh, premise forced the creators to go all in in order to stand out from the crowd. Now, while I'm not sure if this will end up being that great by the end yet, you know, we're only in the first episode, I at least think it was a pretty good start, and I will likely finish it not too long after its run is over. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Those are uh, some amusing images you posted there. <laughs> yeah, that's the because that's some of the faces and expressions they show they show in it. They they have a 
a good variety of them in this show. I only took a few. There's lots. There's lots to have. And uh, as a result, it gets a thumbs up in terms of at least visuals and stuff. Because I'm like, hey, you tried something. That's good. You weren't just fixated on making them look cute all the time. You know. You can make them expressive to make it more funny. You know, this this is an like animation. Like Conan just showing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the, that's the teacher because like, he's like seen like a uh, water coming out from underneath the the room. Basically, the girls have built have put, like a paddling pool inside the room and are just having like a a water party, I suppose, in the classroom. And like the teacher comes by, is like, hmm, what's this going on? And the water comes underneath, and they're like, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's it's just uh, Olivia peed herself. All right. And so, like the teacher's like, "Hmm, I wonder, you know, I wonder what I should do." And then Detective Conan, he challenges Detective Conan, is like, "Yes, I should investigate." So he goes down and dips his hand in the water and then licks it, and it's like, "Ugh," but you know, it's like, "Wait, I tasted it, and that just tasted like water." <laughs> it's like, "Uh, yeah." So hilarity ensues. Don't want to go too much into it, but yeah, no, that's uh, 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 uh. Yeah. All it's right. all in the presentation. Yes. Yeah. Well, that uh, I think that does it for our previews for this yeah. season. Um, the... I don't know if you're going to have more, so we're going to switch into hybrid shows. Possibly. Yeah, I'll, I'll decide over the week. I'm not sure yet. Okay. Well, either case, I'll probably be digging back into reviews, which kind of sucks because I don't have too many lined up right now, so it's oh, going to end okay. up being one of those things again. i got to really mm. stop being lazy and get to more, <laughs> get to more of those uh, more of those reviews done. Yeah. Um, or at least finish up some more anime because i got a shit ton of completed anime. I could just get through and have a lineup sitting there, but you know me. Yeah, and it's easy to get lethargic at this time of year with the weather so nice, you know? So. True, yeah. true. Yeah. I, I, if in an emergency, when in doubt, I'd say there's plenty of like four minute short shows that you can just throw in and you can watch them like in an hour, you can get for a whole show. And that could be like, oh, review that really easily. So, in an emergency, yes. have some of those. Just kind of stockpile. Yes. Yeah. Any hoozles? Uh, that does it for another anime or another episode of Anime Pulse. Thank mm-hmm. everyone for listening, tuning in, and until next time, keep watching, keep listening, and keep the anime love strong. <laughs>